Fest Radio on RapFestRadio.com. We're not number one. God is. We may not be the best, but our purpose is to lead you to the best. Jesus Christ. www.RapFestRadio.com. Old school to new school. Classics to exclusives. Gospel, hip-hop, music, and videos. Live video interviews Monday nights at 8 p.m. Monday nights at 8 p.m. Watch, watch, learn, learn, love, love, support, support. Rapfest Radio on RapfestRadio.com. 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 This feeling much, but I feel like a million bucks. And what I'm talking about is something that you can't feel or touch. It's just a thrill or rush when it hits you. Whew, it's strong, like when I walk in the studio and this beat was on. This time we shooting for the moon. Yeah, I think we got him. Apollo 13 with it. Toaster, we have a problem. Now we on a mission, spitting in the kitchen, cooking tracks. And they gotta listen because they ain't got a choice. Look at me now, I ain't looking back. I don't think they know what's about to hit them. Running to your friends, and you best go get them. Watch how we about to change the game like I just changed up my rhythm We aiming for the top, it's constant elevation I'd like to welcome y'all, this is a celebration I swear I never felt this feeling before I know you feel it, I know, I know you feel it, I know, I know I swear I never felt this feeling before I know you feel it for sure, I know you feel it for sure when you feel good, I feel great. And you feel good, I feel great. When you feel good, I feel great. When you feel good, I feel great. You feel good, I feel great. You feel good, oh I feel great. When you feel good, yeah, I feel great. When you feel good, yeah, I feel great. Young, young, young minds, I swear we think alike I said I'm feeling good, I just hope this feeling's right Been on this road before, but this time I know it's sure Me and Jen, both in the building cause he kicked down that door And then we on, yeah we on, I said my strong arm Steady banging heavy, you anticipating, y'all ain't ready I'ma take a closer look like I'm looking in this mirror and I recognize real That's why Jen looks so familiar I see y'all and hear you too And good as well, I'm feeling boo And if we did switch our shoes I bet that you would feel it too huh. We aiming for the top It's constant elevation i like to welcome y'all This is a celebration I swear I never felt this feeling before I know you feel it, I know I know you feel it, I know I know I swear I never felt this feeling before Christmas gift, today's the 25th, I'm just glad to be present, it's a rap when we spit, 
Yeah, the whole world is watching. Now that we both in the booth, I'm feeling like the answer. I'm feeling like the truth. Word, we both feel good and we both feel great because we winning. I tell you this, I feel like it's just the beginning. I swear I never felt this feeling before. I know you feel it, I know, I know you feel it, I know, I know. I swear I never felt this feeling before. I know you feel it for sure. I know you feel it for sure. For sure. Hey, you feel good, I feel great. Oh, you feel good, I feel great. Oh, you feel good, I feel great. You feel good, I feel great. You feel good, oh, I feel great. Oh, you feel good, yeah, I feel great. Oh, you feel good, yeah, I feel great. Next album. Go. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? We're live here at Fest Radio, RapFestRadio.com. Welcome to another Monday night. We just kicked off with Jin. I didn't even get the name of that song. It was so feels good. It feels good. Feels good. That's what I was saying. It feels good to see that song. Uh, Jin, props to Jin. Jin, hit us up. We need you here. Come on, man. What's up, man? Uh, we'll be here in New York very soon. We are super excited because we have none other than my brother Daniel Steele in Hello. the building. Uh, been a couple of years since we actually get a chance to. You know, talk so very sentimental night. Yeah. No, it's good, man. No, good he really have. did almost cry. I did almost cry. I, I did. I did. did. But that's all. That's all good, man. That's love. That's, that's true love. From the heart. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, we're we're excited to have Daniel Steele here tonight, and we're gonna be you know talk about a couple of things. We definitely have to give a shout out to Lecrae. Yes. Yo. One of Christian. Where's the applause? Need yeah. the applause. Oh uh, yeah, I have my iPads put away. But he won a Grammy last night. Yeah. So that's huge for all of us, and I'm sure a lot of you guys saw my post on, on Facebook. Uh, you saw what I wrote on Facebook? Yes, yeah. it was a very long post. It was a very I'm long post. To I liked it. it. I only read until it said see more. <laughs> it says see more. Let's just like, continue reading. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. It's amazing. I, I wrote see more. Really? I wrote that. <laughs> it was hard to put the blue the blue font on see more. Uh, yeah, man. But it's you know it's it's one of those things. I just I just needed to you know put some words out there to to advise others. Don't try to you know chase a dream that's not yours. Yeah. Just because the next guy did it doesn't mean you're going to be able to do it. Please. And it's not going to happen the same exact way. You know, everybody puts in their time and, you know, props to Lecrae. They, they yeah. you know, they, they're working hard. They deserve, you know, to get recognition for it. They did it. Everybody else keep working hard and, you know, and wait for yours. Yeah. Don't don't force it, you know. And don't hate on those that get the... Yeah, that, you know, and, the room, and that's big. That's big. People are like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's because they have this. They... Oh, because the album's good. <laughs> they worked hard. Their album's yeah. good. You got to give them credit. So again, congrats to you and know Reach an Records. And they're independent label. He won a Grammy. I'm just saying. That's big. Yeah. Congrats That's to cool. Reach That's Records, crazy. Lecrae, the whole crew out there, everybody that was involved in that project. And you know, we keep looking for good music, and hopefully, we see a lot more names popping up next year for you know Grammy nominations and and actually winning. Yeah. That'd be great. Like Daniel Steele in the building. Hopefully. <laughs> Yeah, so um, many of you maybe have heard the name Daniel Steele, but never got a chance to see an interview or, or hear him speak. But Daniel, I'll let you introduce yourself, you know, let people know a little bit about you, and then we'll chop it up. Okay, hi, I'm Daniel Steele. Uh, Your number? My number is five. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm from Jersey City. 
I, I go to a church called Hope Center Tabernacle in Jersey City. Uh, it's an art center slash church slash school slash please send your kids there because it'll be a beautiful place for them to grow up. And, um, you know, uh, I love Jesus. And because I love him, every single form of art that I do shows Jesus. So that's basically... Amen. And Daniel, he's a multi-talented individual. Uh, I had the pleasure of working with him. Well, he was just rapping at the time yeah. uh, with the storytellers back wow. in the days with Eric E., uh, Brother E., myself, and some other guys. And aside from that, Daniel also, he's a drummer, uh, piano player now. I heard you play yeah. piano at church now. Yeah, man. Uh, Violin? No. no. Oh, I was going to say the flute. <laughs> the flute? Trumpet. Hey, that's that's the that's so weird. I just picture myself playing the flute. I'll be putting that urban contemporary. <laughs> no, but that was good. Did you just say that was a good one? Oh. He's like enjoying his every, own joke. Yo, but um, but Daniel, Daniel's a multi-talented dude, and uh, above all, most recently recognized for production. Um, you've like taken it to another level, uh, in your production. So let's let's talk a bit about that, man. Uh, all right. I just love music. Um, I have an infatuation with sequencers of any kind on any surface. Really? Yeah, man. Uh, any chance I get, if I'm there for too long, I'm making a beat. So really? Like if I'm in the car for too long, I'm making a beat. If I'm bored in the middle of a conversation, <laughs> I'm making a beat. So you're going to pull out like an NPC in the middle of this interview, you know, we know it's boring. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I just, um, to me, I, I found joy supporting an artist and just helping him to tell his story and being able to fill in that blank canvas of the song. You know, being able to, okay, your song is about pain, I'm gonna make it sound like pain. Mm. Your song is about joy, I'm gonna make it sound like joy. And being able to really just emphasize whatever the message or the lyrics of the song is. And I find joy in that because when you see the whole picture come together, it's a beautiful thing, you know, and, right. and I like and I like being that part of it, you know. And music is amazing to to a, to be able to touch people's emotions with chords and rhythms and make them move. It's a huge responsibility. And you do you do full production and recording as well. Yeah. And you have a whole a whole studio set up where people could come out to and. Yeah, man. Right now, well, you know, we're in the process of moving right now, so our studio is going to change. Um, so we're actually building a facility that's going to be in, you know, in the apartment. There's going to be tracking room, vocal room, be able to record drums, be able to record all the nice. stuff that we need to do. And uh, basically, I'm making it a, a hub for creativity. Mm. So it's not only going to be a place that you can record, but you can come write. You can come just be creative. We're going to be able to do video. We're going to be able to do interviews, like kind of like what you got going on here, just because media is not just music anymore it's, right. it's the video right. it's the the graphics the art the because my pastor says something that's real important he says people hear through their eyes mm. and um that's the age that we're living in now yep people hear through their eyes people don't want to hear that they don't want to hear the word of god they want to see it mm -hmm. so we have to present everything that we do as far as evangelism to hit them from all angles, hit their ears, eyes, hit their emotions. That's why we got to be very 
creative with film, with music, with all that sort of stuff because we want to touch people's emotions so that we can be used by God so that the Holy Spirit can come in and just start doing the work. Amen. So, I mean, and that's that's so true. That's so true because, you know, the <clears throat> first thing people do is they see what's going on. Mm -hmm. You know, so I, I agree with that 100%. When did it turn, when did it change from Daniel Steele, the rapper, to Daniel Steele, the producer, creativity guy that you are now? Man. Uh, but what, what made that change for you? It happened doing my own record. Um, I found that, well, okay, man, let's take it back to when I was a teenager, like 17, 18, after Storytellers. After that, I went through this kind of area in my life where I wasn't serving God 100%. Um, just wasn't dedicated to the gospel, to Jesus, to anything. But I was in this place where I was in love with hip-hop. Mm. And I was just in love with music and that was my God and in the process of that I gained so much knowledge and then found myself lost in music basically not saved doing a bunch of music uh, and then I get saved you know finally give my heart back to the Lord because obviously I had people praying and people in my life that were persistent um, persistent examples of godliness and that's one thing they didn't have to say a lot but the way that they lived just tortured me mm. and just made me want know that I had to serve God and that's why um, I think it's important for for us to practice what my pastor says a lot he says that your life has to outshine your giftings Amen. because um, if you have skills and an amazing talent and all this awesomeness but your life is horrible, you're not going to win anybody for the Lord. Right. Like, it's going to sound good on the record. It's just it. going to sound good, but after the show, when they want to talk to you, <coughs> what are you going to have to say? You have to pour into their lives. So um, that's what, when I decided that I wanted to be more of a producer, because I could spend more time with people in the studio and be able to influence how their record is being done. Like, okay, I'm a Christian, I serve God, I want to make sure that whatever I put my hands to, that it's going to be ministry. So I would find myself in the studio with some artists, and I realized, yo, this joke is not saved. <laughs> so, what do you do? so what do you do in a case like that? Buy. Really? Yeah. Buy, or if you're willing to listen to what I have to right. say. Some opening. If you're open to the truth, then we can do something. Well, how does that usually work out, though? I mean, is it what's the percentage of people that actually stop and listen to you? Honestly, because our church has a great reputation, and you know, I'm a I'm a minister at my church. People normally listen, and and it's good because I put the reputation as a minister at my church rather than an artist or a producer. Right. And that's why I tell people, I'm like, man, make sure you dedicate yourself to your home to your church because you gotta build that up. Right. And then you gotta use all your gifts at home. It's like um I I had this weird thought one day that what if I went home to sit at the table to eat and my dad said, Who the heck are you? Mm. What are you doing? Who are you? But I'm like, Dad, but uh you know, I 
I, I do a lot of things here at church. I do this. I, do, I, I rap. I do all these things. And he's like, no, you never invested into this house. So I don't know you. So I don't want to feel that with other people. I'm like, look, man, take your gifts. Invest into your home. Invest into the ministry. Invest into the teenagers at your church. Do that and let God elevate you rather than you going out and doing craziness. Right. You know, because I feel like you don't develop character like that. You just become an artist. Right. So what do you what do you do personally to connect with these artists that come to you and say, Danny, I, I want you to do a, a track for me? The first thing I do is I invite them to my house and sit and eat with them and really ask them, what is this record about? And what do you want it to be? Because that way I can gauge what the whole content of the material is going to be. You know, and from there, you know, I sit with my wife. I'm like, babe, what do you think? You sound like me. I always go to Alice afterwards. Okay, Alice, what do you think? You know why? Because they have a perception that we don't. They got I that cutthroat. I learned that the hard cut. way. They got that cutthroat, <laughs> like, mm-mm. I learned that the hard way. But not wanting to listen the first couple of times, and that now I'm like, uh-oh, we'll talk to Alice. If she says it's good, it's yeah. good. You know? My wife will straight up tell me he's weird. You know, you guys sound very much alike. So, <laughs> right. I think you got a co-host. Yeah, you know? for real. <laughs> you know, so um, but yeah, you know, for me, content is more important, and it's always going to be more important than the awesomeness of the project, because right. if the content is horrible, it's just pollution. Right. I think that's key because you we were talking earlier and you were saying you can be an artist, but there, there's no foundation. What's going to happen? You know? Yeah, it's, it's horrible. And how many mm -hmm. times have we seen that in the holy hip-hop where we've seen artists that have been awesome for a while and all of a sudden you hear of this happening and this happening. It's just like, I think because a, a lot of us, and I'm putting myself in the category, haven't been pastored the right way. Right. You know? Well, we, we talk about that all the time, especially when, you know, when it comes time for Rap Fest where we ask for people to send in the submissions, send in recommendation letters, reference letters, your pastor's name and information you'd be surprised how many gospel artists are yeah. out there that don't have the confidence to go to that pastor and ask for that recommendation, or they just don't have that connection with their house. Like you said, you know, to say, my name is MC whatever, and I go to this church, these are my functions, this is what I do, call my pastor, he'll tell you all about it. Yeah. You know, they don't, they don't have that accountability there. You know, so they're walking around not being pastored properly. But how, how can you walk around without a heritage or a lineage? It's like having no last name. It's like, what do you represent? Just you. Right. You know, and your opinion of what the gospel is. And you have to have covering. You have to have some sort of foundation. You have to know <clears throat> scripture. You can't just be like, oh, Jesus did this in my life and that's awesome. You know, there comes a point where you have to mature. I think right. the challenge, too, is, is, is it goes even beyond the artist being, not being pastored, but the fact that those people are getting so far in ministry and, and getting the, uh, you know, the bookings and getting the opportunities because the people that are reaching out are not even, unpa are, are not as pastor, are not, you know, spiritually founded either. Yeah, the people that are booking them. Yeah, the people yeah. That are you know, and it's sad because cause then, you know, what happens is, again, you see, you can see someone who is like, well, how does he get so far? We Like, I know for sure he's not grounded, but... People are open to them. People are open. They're not seeing it, and and then it, it you battle like as a leader, as another, you know, because you're not gonna say, well, I'm gonna post it on social media. I'm gonna put you on blast. Yeah, I would. Because you gotta that. pray yeah, for it. Yeah, you. I would but it's it, it's it is 
it is uh it, when you start to notice that and i think because we talk about this with different ministries that we just come in contact with and we're we're seeing challenges with and i think it's it's i'm learning too for myself to pray more about these individuals and, and just yeah. say god like the last thing i would want to see is this person fall on their face yeah you know because if they're affecting so many there's a reason for it but yeah. what happens is you can you can get so high, but then when you when you when you lose that right. that air already, you know everything is out. You're gonna fall well, in your face too. Well, you know what I believe, man. I believe that God God will use any avenue to reach people. True. You know, and 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 that's up to God. True. You know, He'll use any avenue, but we're individually held accountable to God right. on how we live our lives. So if if we're not seeking counsel, if we're not seeking, it's gonna come up later in our lives with different things. It's gonna yeah. come up when we when we have kids, because we're gonna notice how we were unshepherded. Then your kid is acting up with you. You're, it's gonna come out in that relationship. Right. So, it's not about just being an artist. It's about being a human. Yeah. Being being the being the person that God has called you to be. Because I feel like artists focus on they they separate the person and the artist. It's all the same person. Right. You know, right. you, you have to be that person behind closed doors and in front of in the public. Right. right. Same person. Right. And a, a lot of times, you know, especially in Christian hip hop, I've noticed that many artists have a difficulty combining the two. They want to be, oh no, well I'm the rapper. I'm the rapper guy. I'm the rapper guy. To the point that even if you introduce them to a pastor or a friend, they don't even say their names anymore. They're like Yo, I'm, I'm MC Flex my skills or whatever, you know, whatever name it is. Hmm. And they like lose their own real identity. personal identity. You know why? Because they don't serve at a church. That's what, I, that's what I was getting to because we've come across with some, with some artists that we've interviewed and asked them questions or even off, off camera. And I'm like, so what does your pastor think of what you do? So, well, you know, I don't get a chance to really talk too much to my pastor. So I think that's a problem. Yeah. You know, and I'm it's, in between. I'm in uh, I'm in between churches right now. You've been in between churches for like six years now, <laughs> you know, like yeah, what, what's man. going on. And it's so you have to anchor yourself. I mean, let's think back to the storytellers rehearsals that we used to have. Yeah. How intense were those rehearsals before the microphone was touched, yeah. before the, the, the equipment was plugged in and tested, we were having our whole worship devotional and everything yeah. and and kind of like a check yourself session. Hey, Danny, what are you going through? You struggling with something? Can we help you? Yeah, you know, and, and that's so important. But I don't I don't think a lot of these artists even have like rehearsals and stuff anymore. You and, and you know what it is because we're we're caught up in what it looks like. And and I'm always gonna go back to that. Mm -hmm. Because um I forgot where in scripture it says that man looks at the outward, but God looks at the heart. And one thing that my pastor drills into my head is that don't forget that man looks at the outward. Mm-hmm. Because that's what man sees. So the way that we live is ministry to people. So right. if, if if you're out there being an artist, but then people find out that you don't go, you don't serve at a church, it's gonna affect your ministry. Sure. You know, and for me, I just feel like it's important to be focused in your local church. Absolutely. Because that's where the ministry starts. It actually, starts at home. Right. You know, and then. Your church, and then from there, God starts to build that. Right, and again, that's one of the main reasons why when when we book someone for anything we do, I always ask them, "What church do you attend? Who's your pastor? Who can we call to check that you're, you know, they can vouch for you and say yes, 
Daniel Steele is a faithful member of this church. He serves in this capacity at the church. I vouch for you know for what he's doing as a as a minister of the gospel. You know because you need you need that backing. I think it's it's really important. Um, I want to get into you. You sent us a video clip to play. Yes. So tell us a little bit about this clip. This clip is part of. Uh, this is one of the songs from this, and we call it a theatrical concert, basically because it's a concert that's filled with drama, dance, live music, visuals, video presentation. And it's a song called "Standing in Babylon," and it's uh, this. Uh, my my worship pastor at my church name is Sam Sintron. I produce his record, and it's uh it's like a it's like a I don't even know what to call it. It's like worship, but then there's some really gritty stuff on it, and there's really, you know. So, you know, I was heavily involved in the production. I produced the record, and um, this is one of the main songs. I, it's the only song that I rap on. Oh, okay. And because uh, I really, I'm very reserved with the rap now. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's only when when necessary. I like that. Yeah. Well, and there's a lot behind that so we'll talk about that yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. let's check this out standing in babylon then we're going to come back and find what's all this reservation stuff about <laughs> <laughs> Surveillance, phone tap. 
If there's only gonna be three left, Lord Standing in Babylon Let me be, let me be One of the three If there's only gonna be three left, Lord Standing in Babylon Let me be, let me be One of the three If there's only gonna be You're listening to Rapfest Radio on RapfestRadio.com. Standing in Babylon, Samson Tron fe- featuring MC. What do you call yourself? What's your MC name now? You have an I don't MC have name? an MC. You're just Daniel Steele. I am just Daniel Steele all the time. Nice. That's all good. All the time. MC Daniel Steele. Nah, <laughs> come on, man. That's D Steele. D Steele. Make me sound Irish. McDaniel Steele. McDaniel Steele. Hey, that's good. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, the, the production is great, and I know you guys over there at, at your church and, and the, the whole arts theater with the Hope, Hope Center Hope Tabernacle. Center Tabernacle. Yeah. They're doing a lot of crazy production stuff. I got to get out there one day. I know yeah. Mario, uh, Pastor Mario is always sending me invites and his wife as well. And I tell, I'm going to get out there. Hopefully one day the schedule is going to happen. Man. I'm going to go out there and check it out. We have some questions coming in from the chat room. So let me just get into those. Uh, what do you think about Christian artists wanting to drop the title Christian Rapper to get more opportunities and doors opening? What do I think? Hmm. I think titles are overrated. If you're a Christian then what you rap about should be Christ. So, it's going to be evident in your content. Now, if it's suspect, then you need to put Christian before it. Because if people need to guess, then you should at least give them some clarity mm-hmm. on, what, on what you are. Because sometimes you have to guess. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, okay, I wish somebody would have told me this was Christian because then I wouldn't have, you know, wouldn't have had to guess. Right. So, I think you do need to put that label on it sometimes. But if you're up front with it, then I don't think you're going to need it. You know? Thanks. Yeah, I don't, I don't really um, think you need it. This next question is almost like an answer. Okay. Uh, what's the point of dropping the title of what you really want to do if what you really want to do is blatantly proclaim Jesus Christ? Yeah, it's like... So I think, yeah, I think that kind of like answers, answers it too. I mean, and, you know, we've had this debate for so many years. You know, do you need the title, Christian? Honestly, if... if 
if your your content is questionable that people have to wonder if you're Christian or not, maybe you should just recheck your content. Yeah. You know, uh, and your life speaks for itself, but also some people don't get a chance to investigate your life. That's always been my issue. Yeah, you know where. You can have the dopest song about whatever. Let's say it's a song about suicide, and you're not really mentioning Christ. Right? That's great, but you know when it stands by itself, can someone tell your point of view, your Christianity stance through those lyrics? They should be able to. Mm -hmm. You know, somehow, somewhere in there, they should be able to because if they can't get it, you know, most people say, "Oh yeah," but after the show, you don't know, talk to them. You don't get to talk to everybody. You don't, yeah. You know, so that's always that's always a tricky point. You know, like if I have to hear 12 tracks to, to know if you're Christian or not, I got a, a little... Well, especially concern. the way you market yourself. You mm -hmm. need to make sure that you market yourself so that people know what your agenda is. Because if, if I'm confused about what your agenda is, then it's not clear. You know, I feel like if people meet me and they hear my music, they know I'm a Christian. And it's not because the first song is titled Jesus. You know, it's just because, you know, at the show when I get up, the first thing I do is we pray. You know, yeah, we, we worship God. That's how we live. You know, when they see me on the street and I'm eating at a restaurant, we pray publicly. We do we don't hide who we are. Yeah. You know, this isn't this isn't X Men, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like this this is this is reality. And I feel like that's the only way people are gonna get to know Christ if they see you live like a Christian. Well, so it's kind of the same. I guess it's just another way of saying it. But what about the fact where you, you see Christian artists want to create feel-good music? That it's not Jesus. It's not, you know, about, you know, God died on the cross, you know, mm -hmm. repent for your sins. But that's it's fine. maybe about, you know, I'm a conqueror. I'm victorious in a way that's, again, not. But that's fine, though. Because I'm not going to judge you on one song. Okay. Right. I'm going to judge you based on your body of work. Okay. Because if your body of work is, I don't know what it is. If it's real nebulous, then I'm like, okay, I need to ask you. But if one song is like, oh, I love my wife. It's a love song to my wife, and I love her, and I want to express how much I love her. But God is still the center of the song. Right. You, you know my agenda. Right. Yeah, I, I, think, I think the, and it's, it goes back, you know, if... If genuinely it's, you know, from the foundation of writing it, your heart, why you're writing it, then you don't have to explain yeah. so much. You know, um, I think that's that's the key because you see artists that will um, want to create a sound and a style to um, reach the lost, to reach the, the mainstream because I want to reach them. I want to get, you know, an infiltrate the mainstream because they're the ones that we should be reaching out to which again should be your purpose from the from when you're writing in the beginning right it's your purpose but doesn't it's give your us, goal and it's the way you attack your songs is it, how it would come out it doesn't give us the right to dilute the gospel exactly. right and that's 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 that's, that's what i'm getting like. that's the key i mean like you said you could write a love song but if jesus is the center it's going to show through that song right you yeah. know, um, because I can write a love song to my wife, but it's not going to be a raunchy, extremely provocative song right. because I have to present myself as a godly man that knows that my audience, some of my audience is children, right. some of my audience. So I have to always be mindful that this is ministry, what I do. Right. Because, you know, how many times has a celebrity, they've taken a photo of them on a, 
on the subway or a video of them doing something and they didn't know that somebody was filming them, you're on all the time. Right. So you have to make sure that your walk is, you know, yeah. strong. And you can't walk around with two set lists. This is right. when I go to church, yeah, yeah. this is when I go to the club, this is when I go to the street. You can't do that. I like that's like that's like with Pastor George, you know, and he he likes to make it clear, you know, check the word after when you leave today. If it's not matching up, then you mm -hmm. know something's wrong with me. Yeah. You know, but but my goal here is to make sure whatever I say, whatever I read to you is from the word, and you can check it and see that I'm not just giving you just anything. Right. Yeah. You know. I think that has to go to, to. Sometimes we have rappers that the concept is so weak. Because they don't have a biblical foundation. Right. Because they're not being schooled. Because they don't have a church. They don't have a covering. So you can't put out what you haven't put in. Well, you know what's interesting about that? A lot of rappers get mad at me because I'll make a statement like, you know what, there's too many rappers. I'll say things like, not everybody's called to be a rapper. Oh, yeah. You just rap because that's what you did before you were saved. And you just want to satisfy the flesh now that you're saved. Hmm. So I'll say things like that. And people think about it like, oh man, am I one of those dudes? And you have to check yourself. You have to check. Am I just taking up space? Am I am I doing something that is satisfying my flesh and is not ministry? Hmm. Because you really, and that's why the whole thing with the MCing for me is really hard because I have <clears> to <throat> wait till God actually tells me, go and do this. Here's the word, go say it. Not try to get out there and be an artist and do this whole artist thing because I feel like I'd rather be supporting somebody that has something to say for real my. with my giftings in music. And if it's their time, God has a word for them, I know that I'll be able to support them and push that message. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay with that. Right. Yeah, that's what, I mean, I came to terms with that myself. You know, when we had Brothers Incorporated back in the days and storytellers, I was like, every weekend, two, three, four shows, we'd go here, drive wherever, and just to rap for 15 minutes and say mm -hmm. we did it. You know, and now it's like, even Pastor George, because that's with Bert, you know, God has something for you to say, you know, grab the mic and say it. And there's times I'm like, all right, cool. And there's other times like, I don't have nothing. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it's true. I think we have to treat what we do with that much caution, you know, because lives are at stake. There's lives in the balance, like Pastor George would always say. And I think I think it's special the way God had me grow up. I think that's why he made me a drummer, to understand my role in music. Hmm. I like that. Because no I'm pun intended or pun intended? No, I, didn't, I don't know. I understand don't. my role. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah. Wow. That's cool. But, uh, but uh, no, no, just the fact that drummers, you know, you, obviously, you know, there's two kinds of drummers. There's a guy that's pocket. Mm -hmm. And it's a dude that's all over the place. Right. Where symbols are his friends. Yeah, so I feel like I, w I was made to be that pocket to support. You know, and then sometimes the drummer gets a solo occasionally. Right. And that's his moment. Again, when necessary. When necessary. So for me, I feel like it took me a lot of years to learn that. That's maturity. That's from being passionate the right yeah. way. That's, that's from men older than you telling you, no, that's not the way you do it. You have to control it. Oh, that's meekness, man, because, yo, I could kill it on the drums, but I'm not going to do that during a worship song on Sunday yeah. at church because if the worship leader is trying to convey a message, I have to support them. So that's something that being in the worship in church has taught me to con to, to really have that self-control and just really be... You know, there's there's many people that would, that would say, especially within a worship service or worship setting, 
if you're a musician and you stand out, you're probably interrupting as well. Yeah. You know, because it had there's a whole there's a whole there's a whole chemistry that has to happen. You know, the worship if, if the whole team is gonna you know take it to that level, the whole team the has whole to go team to that level. Yeah, yeah. You know, but if it's you know the team is here and then you either got a guitarist wailing out over there and a the drummer going crazy there, thing by little just hitting cowbells nonstop. <laughs> Darn thing by <laughs> You know, but there, it has to be there has to be that that unity yeah. in, in the field. You know, and and again, I have to relate back to storytellers, where we had not for nothing. We had some of the best musicians at the time, you know, to play, and nobody really stood out. Everything was just, you know, nobody stood out. But that's all right. I just had an idea. That's the sound. <laughs> um, nobody stood out, but when you listen to the records, you're like, man, that bass part is killing. Because right. Manny was playing some some killing stuff, and when you listen to it, and then you start to focus on the individual parts, you get to see how skilled each and every one. Some of the chords Albert was playing, right? It's like, you know, you sit and you listen to the records, you're like, man, these are special people, but they all knew how to work together, right? And, and I mean, and that's the key. You have to you have to be able to work together in order to make things happen. You know, happen properly and really sound right. You know, one one person takes over. You really just destroy the whole thing, yeah. you know. So over over at the church, what ministries are you involved with? Naturally, in music, but what are your what are your real roles? Well, deal with music, deal with um, you know the whole band stuff, putting you know worship together. Also, we have these things on Friday nights called I Know House. It's our youth services, and we're heavily involved in that. And um, but I know now. It's funny that you ask me this now because now things are changing with me at church. You know, I know that God is calling me to more of a more besides music ministerial role. And that's something that I know that I'm growing into and maturing. I have to really make changes in my life for that. So something that is very hard to, oh, guess what? You're doing this now. Oh, okay. You know, and you just have to grow into that. And that's something that in my life that has been very hard because I've always been in positions where my skill has been greater than my maturity level. And now is when I'm older that I'm seeing how it matches up, that mm. you have to be mature and you have to have the skill and they both have to grow together. That's, I mean, and, and it's true. You, you definitely, maturity plays a big role because when you're young, you have all these crazy ideas. You want to do everything and you realize you're not fully equipped, you're not prepared, you know, you yeah. You think you know what you're doing, but you have no idea. You know, then when you start to really get a grasp of it and, and God really starts to put everything in place for you, that's when it yeah. starts to make sense. Now I want to talk about, you know, what are you doing now musically? Because I, I know we were talking before the, before the show, you were giving us a little glimpse of things that are coming in the life of Daniel Steele. <laughs> you know, and I think that's what a lot of people are probably waiting to hear. Uh, what I'm doing musically, uh, well... Obviously, you know, I'm I'm making tons of beats. Uh I I love to do that. That's probably my my sharpest sword. That and drums. Um, but currently, uh tomorrow actually we have a press release coming out from Humble Beast. Uh uh me and DJ Effecto mm -hmm. are coming out with this uh beat tape under Humble Beast. Uh, we have a group called The Bridge. Oh and, nice. um and that's awesome. I can't wait for it to come out. It's exciting. What is this due to come out now? Uh, we don't have a release date yet. But what does the, it look like? End of February. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. That's soon. Yeah. Like February is one of the shortest months, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. End of February. I was going to say, like, December tomorrow. or something. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. End of February, that's exciting. Um, so I'm working on that, working on some more uh, beat tapes that I'm going to be putting up for free on SoundCloud. Because um, one thing is I like to give inspiration to people out there that right. don't have anything to write to, that re resort to the thong song like I did back in the day. You know... For all those people that watch Rap Fest Radio for so many years, uh, you know, I, I always talk about the rapper that rapped over the thong song at a show. I don't even know if I ever said it on the air, but you mentioned it, so I got to go with it now. <laughs> I remember years back, we were in the park, and everybody talking about, yo, this rapper's going to come up, he's going to rap, he's from Jersey, he's going to rap. And he came up, and he was rapping to Cisco's The Thong Song. And I was like, no way. <laughs> This can't be happening here. And I was remember sitting under a tree with my wife, and I'm like, I put my head down. I was like, Oh my goodness, how do we tell this guy Moment that he's doing? Shame. I said, How do we tell this guy that he, that's a big no no? But but he did. I did tell you. And I learned probably one of the hugest lessons. And actually, that's part of the reason why I started making my own beats. And I didn't know that that correction was going to turn into this. Wow. And I just thank God for that because. Um, I became a pretty darn good producer. You sure did. Yeah. Um, and, it's, and, and this is weird because I'm getting secular cats calling me, asking me, how do I do this? You know, um, how to, you know, getting compared to a lot of, you know, uh, secular guys that are out there. They're like, yo, you need to contend. You need to, you know, go out there. And my whole thing is like, I don't really need to, you know, for what? I'm just giving Christians good music. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I mean that's good, especially with, you know with the secular cats are, are picking up on your vibe and, and knowing yeah. that you're really doing something good. Uh, so what do you do to learn more? How do you stay up to date with technology, with uh, with the up and coming trends, or how do you create a trend? Uh, first of all, I don't watch television at all. Uh, I watch Netflix. I get to pick and choose what I want to watch. Because a lot of things, it, it, it determines what you fill your head with, you know, and um, I spend a lot of time watching tutorials, um, learning gear, putting my hands on gear. If, if we get a new piece of equipment at church that's foreign to me, I will stay there until I learn it mm. and learn all the menus, all that sort of stuff. So, you know, so I really just, I'm a nerd. A tech nerd? No, no, I, I am. I am, and my wife can Your tell wife, you. She's nodding. She's, yeah, she's like, yes, you know, yes. You know, I, I, I go and, and, like, I'll be getting ready in the mornings. And in the background, you know, some people have Radio Vision Cristiana in the background. <laughs> I have, you know, tutorials. And this XY frequency with this, and this is me just listening to this in the morning. And so that's, that's how I teach myself, because I really don't learn from, from somebody just telling me I have to hear it. And put my hands on it, and then I learned the concept, and then it applies to everything. So, okay. uh, that's awesome. I mean, and you have to do this every day. Yeah, you have to because yeah. technology changes daily. Just as you get that brand new mixer you've been waiting for for the last six months, a new one comes yep. out. And I have to know how to use it because I know that in the future God is going to bless us with a facility that's going to be, you know. Space station ish, and I have to, <laughs> and I have to be able to manage it, and I have that faith that I know that God is going to bless us with that. So I, I teach myself so that when we get to that giant analog, you know, whatever, I know how to use it, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's just because I know what God has called me to. I know that God, um, I, 
and I'll say it probably, I know that God wants me to produce as much as I can and support these artists now because I know later in the future he's going to give me the ability to say what I have to say and mm. do what I got to do. So I'm not in a rush. I'm just happy being a supporting artist right now. That's awesome. That's cool. That's so awesome. there you go. If you need help, wow, you yeah. got support right Hit here. Hit him now while he's ready to support. I'm not free though. Right. That's a good point. That's a good point. Because I have a wife and a cat. <laughs> yes, we've seen the picture of the cat. <laughs> really? <laughs> He's like, really? Yeah, the cat is on Facebook. Gets more hits the than you, probably. Yeah, he gets way more hits than me. As yeah, Jack Bowers. Um, there's a question from the chat room. I'm going to try to read this here. It says, mm -hmm. uh, there, Is there a you've gone too far as it pertains? Yeah, is there a you've gone too far? That's what. Okay. As it, it pertains. As it pertains to gospel and Christian rap. What do you mean you've gone too far, though? Is there a point, I guess? Okay, so, okay, I think I know what this is going to be. So, in other words, content, lyrically, um, is there a point that, is there a limit? Is there a line? No. That you've gone too far? Too far with... Yeah, it might so be a little bit. What not to talk about? I don't know. Let's, I'm not sure. Let's, but answer, let's, answer, point, it two, let's answer it two ways. I was gonna Could bring you, up now. Let's, what's happening now? Yeah, let's. let's yeah, okay, go ahead. Go so, ahead. Um, artists. Uh, there's some Christian artists that have been uh, in the media for Christian social media, known mm -hmm. to to either flip the script and go cross over to the mainstream side and mm -hmm. let it all out verbally and and profanity. And then there's others that use certain words in their lyrics that would not be used on a, as a Christian album. So profanity still, or derogatory terms, let's say. Okay. Now, I might just with that. I'm just like, if you're a Christian, you have to you have to represent God's character. Okay. And if there's one thing, you know what's important? God always told the prophets what to say to the children of Israel. He always gave them a specific right. word to say. Exactly. He didn't say, leave it up to your own interpretation on how to say it. Right. He gave them specific instructions. This is what I want you to say. Yep. So I think we take too much liberty with our artisticness of we want to be special and different and we got to say what we got to say. And a lot of times we put our frustrations out in our music and I don't think that that's what music is for. Hmm. Music is not to let out your frustrations. Yes, it's liberating, but if you, if you call yourself a Christian and you have a platform, it's your responsibility to minister if you have a platform. Right. You know, in any in any art form. Because think about it, you're going to be held responsible for every single word you say. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. Like one day, God's going to show you that video, and He's like, "Hey, remember when you said the N word in your song? And you also talked about my death and resurrection. So, how do those two things go together? Right. You know, and, how, and, then, and they'll justify it till you get till you're blue in the face. Again, yeah. you know, that's something that how you're pastored. Do your pastors even know what you're saying? Because if they, I know that if I would say some stuff like that, that's why some pastors need to be A and R's. They need to go and listen to mm -hmm. what's happening in these records. And like, man, that doesn't represent our church. That's not how we, you know, that's not cool. Right. Yeah. That, I mean, it, it's it's crazy. It, you know, and again, some some people have gone too far. And well, the other thing I was going to say, as far as gone too far, let's take it to another level. Is there a peak in Christian hip hop? You know, would you say like, oh, this mm -hmm. this artist has reached this, the peak. This is it. This is as far as yeah. Christian hip hop will go. Let's say Lecrae just got the Grammy, right? That's it. He's done. He's reached. No. The, he's reached the top. People still need to get saved. 
that the, the, the whole point of our existence, the Great Commission is go out into right. the world and tell the people about the good news. It doesn't say until you're 50. Right. It doesn't say or until, until you win a grand. Yeah, it doesn't say until a certain point because you had the disciples that did things till they were killed. So it just lets us know what's the extent of the gospel in our lives. Hmm. Jesus said, in this world you have persecution. You'll have tribulation. These are the things that were actually promised to us, not Grammys. Mm -hmm. That's a perk of the world. Right. Jesus didn't say, you'll get Grammys if you, if you rap in my name. So you're going to be persecuted. So that's what I'm expecting. A Grammy, yay. Clap, clap for a second. Right. But, you know, so I don't think it's, there's uh, a certain level that we get to and then we just stop. I think that new kids are born every day. Right. By the time they're five years old, they can retain information. So your rap is going to affect them in a certain way. If right. they hear you, they're going to understand what the gospel is. If you got kids 11 years old hacking iPhones and doing all this craziness, obviously you're going to influence a generation that's way under yeah. you. So I don't think there's any point that you should stop or Absolutely. that you've reached the limit. Absolutely. I agree. Unless God tells you to stop, you know, do what you got to do and yeah. keep spreading the gospel. Yep. I mean, again, we're, we're so excited that, that you're able to be here with us. And, you know, I want you to just let anybody know what's coming up with Daniel Steele. Any any events, any shows you're producing or projects that are coming out that you've done production on besides the Humble Beast stuff that's going to be coming out? Um, is that, by the way, the Humble Beast, are you officially under the Humble Beast label or is this just a one-time collaboration? This is a one-time on? collaboration that we're doing right now. But me and Effecto have formed uh, the bridge, which we'll be putting out beats with humble beats and stuff. But we're still trying to figure out how that stuff works. Oh, okay. But um, I know that God is is opening some doors for me, and uh, I'm just you know praying about which are the right doors to walk through. You know, just because uh, if you walk through the wrong door, you can fall off a cliff. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm not really. Trying to do that. Um, right. <laughs> nobody likes falling off. <laughs> yeah. With the yikes sign. <laughs> yikes. Um, Meet me. You know, so uh, what's new is just, uh, you know, just serving at the church. Uh, every Sunday, you can find us at Hope Center, worshiping, good word, good music. That's it. Okay, let's see. Okay, somebody's coming up with a question from the chat room. What do you think of Sh about Show Baraka's new album and how people giving him issues about using the N-word? It kind of goes with what we were just talking about. I haven't heard his album. I was going to say that. He don't listen to anything. Like I, I haven't heard his album, so... I, obviously, if he's using the N-word, I hope you really prayed about it. And the context is... Super, you know... I hope it's in context. I hope you're just not loosely using it. You know, because I feel like the same thing when you go see a movie. You know, if they use a certain word in a movie, you're like, okay, that was there for no reason. Or it was there to tell part of the story, which um, if, if you're doing a, song, uh, a movie about slavery, I understand if you're using that word. But if you're doing a movie about, I don't know, a corner store, you might as well just make it about the corner store and not about the... The stuff that you're doing, so I don't, I don't think. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna debate for a little bit here and say, it's, <laughs> it's okay, to use the N word, in context. Although we right here, right now, won't even say it. 
I think it only applies to that time period because that's when it was I don't know. I don't know how he used it. I don't know if it was a song about old massa, you know. I don't know if it was no, it was, about it, was, that. it was about it slavery. Was about it's about slavery. slavery. Was it about slavery? It's, it's it about, about slavery. But and my point is and you know, I'm coming from the old school and also from the rigid, you know, let's just do the gospel and that's it, you know. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Um I'm are you bleep me on Hot 97 for that word? Don't bring it to church. Yeah, you know, no, I, 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 I take it to that to that part of basics, regardless of the context. Yeah, again, you have to be, you have to make a moral decision. I can do this, but is it morally correct too. to do this? Is it morally beneficial for me to do this? But for instance, I use a, I could be tatted up and pierced up right now. Right. But morally, is that going to help me minister the gospel to some of these kids that I have to reach? Because it might be a distraction. It might be a stumbling block. I'm not saying it's sin. I'm just saying that for me, I had to morally make the decision. I can't do that. Right. Because it's not helping me do what I got to do. Right. You know, so. And we know, we know many artists that are tatted up and pierced and the message gets across fine. Yeah. So. You know, but it's, it's a, it's a big debate though, I guess. Yeah, and you know, the N word or any other word that again even mainstream bleeps it. Yeah. So that, that's a touchy topic. You if know? It, if main, look if mainstream bleeps it, you have no reason to to be saying it. Don't go there. Right. Don't go there. It's like it's like you're pushing the envelope for no reason. Right. That's that goes with the gone too far type. Yeah. That's, yeah. You're pushing the envelope for no reason. And again, it, it could work. It could work for you. And I'm you know. Like you said, it, you it could, about it. It, it could work for you, but it could work against you. You're gonna have a hard time, like, getting churches on board and really having backing. That's like, yeah, you know. and and again, I'm sure you know. And, and again, we haven't spoken to the artist directly to debate this with him or ask him any direct questions. But he'll probably come back and say, "Well, I wasn't doing it for the church. I'm doing it for the streets. I'm doing it for the, you know." So we, that could go on forever, but yeah. that's just, I just wanted to make my point. Yeah. <laughs> that makes no sense. Yeah, but that's how people talk, you know. But um, I'm just I'm just saying, like I said, we had we have no direct uh, quote contact. Yeah, I've whatever. never heard the record. I just yeah. heard it. I just saw the the JPEG on iTunes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't bother listening. You're I don't quiet. I don't listen to music. You don't like support. That. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I do. No, I do. I do support. It's just that I rarely like to listen to hip hop because so far I've been disappointed a lot. Mm. So I'm just like I'm gonna listen to other stuff. All right. So who do you listen to? Narrow. Don't don't start giving me like fifty five thousand no, no, names. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you like. What's in your iPod right now? What did you listen to the last time you played it? There's this group called Yellow Man. Okay, got it. From London. Um, they're Christians off the... What style is what? that? It's like Slum Village kind of-ish, the Roots-ish kind of hip-hop, but it's real electronic at the same time. It's mm. fresh, fresh sound. Um, I love that. I like this dude called Jay Givens. Off, off the chain, like real nostalgic hip-hop, like, okay. like, but good quality stuff. Um, love the Humble Bee stuff. I love the stuff they put out. Cause it's just like that West Coast stuff that I love, um, and that's the only hip hop I've been listening to. I've been having listened to like Gunger and just like different okay. singer songwriters and just stuff like that. Cool, man. I mean, we could go on forever. Daniel Steele is loaded with so much knowledge regarding recording. Um, 
You had mentioned quickly uh, before the interview too some ideas that you have going forward. Yeah, um, we're going to be working on a website where it's going to be, you know, dangsteelmusic.com, but part of what the website is, uh, I'm going to be doing gear reviews, teaching people, doing tutorials, teaching people basics of audio, EQ, compression, how to get vocals to pop out on your mix, how to get your drums, all the, all the stuff that people ask about when they first start doing music, how do I do this, um, that's going to be part of what I do, um, also do uh, beat reviews on records, because you don't hear that a lot, mm. you always have lyrical reviews, but sometimes the beats are whack, mm. and, right. and, and, and you just want to be honest with people, like look, the lyrics are great, but dude, what's up with that kick drum? Right. Lost. Like <laughs> you, you forgot to put it in the mix. Yeah, you forgot <laughs> to put it in the mix. You know, so so I want to do reviews like that, just musical reviews and yeah. just tech reviews, stuff like that. You know. What is the best way to approach a senior pastor about accepting Christian rap? Wow. You want you want you want to know what the best way is? Don't approach him about the rap. Approach him like, hey, pastor, how can I help you in the church? Can I do sound? Can, do, you need, do we need help cleaning the church? Do we need help with all these other things? Because what happens is your pastor is going to see what you really want. And, and you need to make sure that it's ministry. Because right. if you approach somebody like, hey, pastor, basically I want the stage. Mm -hmm. how, do I, how do I get the stage? And some pastors make the mistake because they don't really know how to deal with, with artists and Christian rappers. They just give them the stage. And unfortunately, sometimes it gets to the head. It becomes this big thing. And it's, right. it's not good. So I think the best way is just surf. Work your way up to a place where you have a good relationship with your pastor and he can trust you with the stage. Because I feel like if you haven't earned it, then you can make a huge mistake one day and just hurt yourself. Yeah, that's, that's so true. And if you're, if you're asking a question regarding you know Christian rap, like, you're just a fan and would love to bring Christian rap to your church to, you know, to minister. Yeah, that, you know, one thing that I always tell um, a lot of people is, like, look at the impact that it has. You know, because if your pastor, if all he listens to is, like, you know, bachata or whatever, and he doesn't know anything about Christian rap, just look, like, look, show him. L look at how many young people come to these things. This could really bring some young people to the church right. and emphasize the evangelism of it, right. not the coolness not the or not the ha hype, because all of that dies. Right. What stays is souls. Right. So you have to tell your pastor, like, look, this is evangelism. We want to bring. You want to see the youth grow. You want to see young adults grow. Let's throw this Christian rap concert and let's see what happens as a result of it. Right. And it's trial and error because some cultures or some churches it doesn't work. So, you know, sometimes there's that, that church that always does the, you know, the hip-hop stuff, and then there's that one church that does the rock stuff. And it's right. okay because there's different cultures everywhere. So it might not always work there. You might have to right. team up with somebody from another church right, to make, to, it happen. To make right. something happen, you know. So it's not necessarily always going to happen at your spot. Right. I agree. Now, I know you mentioned before about, you know, your, your rapping is only when God tells you and you're ready to, but... You know, we're done with the show, and I'd love for you to spit something before we, okay. we, we finish here. All right. Um, I actually shared something that, uh, okay. I got something. Uh, okay. The people were laughing, and the people were chanting. They kicked, and they punched, and they spit, and they slapped him. His lungs were collapsing, his internal bleeding. They beat, and they beat, and they beat, and they beat him. 
until the point that you couldn't recognize him. So listen, beloved, and open your eyes in. <laughs> Stop compromising with embracing sickness, trading in godliness for sinful wickedness. The earth is in peril with no love, it's hostile. We spend too much time speaking a watered-down gospel. They whipped him, the cat and nine tails stripped skin. The son of God became sin. He came and shed blood, he was drenched in his blood, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beat him and beat him and beat him and beat him. Americans beat him and beat him and beat him. God, ever since the days of old, your name was known, your law was engraved in stone, but nowadays people groan at the sound of your name. They want to point fingers and blame you for all of their pain. But we took you out of our courts and took you out of our schools because I pray for my food. They say I'm breaking the rules, forgetting our roots. And God we trust, disregarding the truth, the name of Jesus. America, land of opportunity, has developed immunity to righteousness and purity. It used to be that we were grounded on Christianity, but vanity has overtaken mankind's sanity. The love of self has destroyed humanity. The media is in a state of tragedy and everything coming out on TV because blasphemy and children's minds are played with apathy because man shuns the word of God and believes in a fallacy. I come from a place where a little kid will spit in your face, shoot up your place and have you dripping blood from your waist. I come from a place where debauchery and lawlessness are glorified. Babylon, the great whore full of porn and lies. I come from a place where the church divides and is segregated by race and financial status. I come from a place where I turn on BET and MTV and see so many whips and chains I can see black people are still in slavery. And it's not just me that sees it, there's a remnant on this earth that is still seeking the face of Jesus, who need him to be in every aspect and have access to his power that is matchless. Have you seen Jesus? Wow. Daniel Steele in go. the building. Looking forward to it. Any, anything you're doing, man. Anything you do. Beats, drums, piano, dance. You dance? Kazoos. Nah. Kazoos. Dance. nah. Flute, you do some acting, flute, though. Yeah, I, I dance when it comes acting. to acting. Yeah, um, they always put me to dance because I, <laughs> I got some special moves. They ain't nobody got. <laughs> Yo, so uh, your church address, you never gave that. Yeah, um, my church out. is in 110 Cambridge Avenue, Jersey City, New Jersey, 07307. So definitely if you're in the Jersey City area, you want to check them out, go on a Sunday morning to one of the three services. Yeah, we got 9 o'clock English service, 12 o'clock English service, and a 4 o'clock Spanish service. Nice. So definitely come out. Daniel Steele will be there, either on the drums or on the piano or at the mixer, doing something. Doing something. <laughs> ushering. Uh, <laughs> nah, she's, she's ushering. Oh, okay. Parking cars. Nah, 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 nah. nah. <laughs> All right. Yo, man, again, thank you so much for coming yeah. out here. The Humble Beast, what's the name of the project again? It's called The Bridge. The Bridge. Look for that. The end of February, that only gives you like two weeks. So we're going to hold you to that. All right. <laughs> like, yeah, That's yeah, going to be uh, available everywhere or just on Humble Beast? Uh, no, it's gonna be available on Humble Beast, also iTunes, Amazon. Okay, that, okay, so yeah, everywhere. Yeah. So you'll be able to get it online. Uh, I have nothing else to say. You have anything That's else? It. No, nothing next else? week we got T. Walla and Young Josh. Oh, yeah, T. Walla and Young 18th. Josh. It's gonna be good, man. It's gonna be dope. We've, we've been having some good interviews this year. Man. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yep. Yo, we're done, man. Uh, Daniel Steele, look him up on Facebook. We've had his information up there all night. Make sure you hook up with him. If you're out there, you're an artist, you need production, that's your man right quality, there. there you uh, go. Good quality, good stuff. You're in Jersey City looking for a church to go to and visit on a Sunday morning. 
Go check out Daniel Steele out there. There's a lot of other artists and ministries going on over there. They have a big performing arts center. Pastor Mario's off the hook. You'll definitely like it over there. Um, I have nothing else to tell you except that we're going to leave you with another brand new video that came out by Rayma Soul. This one's called Off the Edge. So check it out here. Redfest Radio, RedfestRadio.com. You will learn us because we are out of control. See you guys next week. Peace. Peace.